time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten. to Otherland Dreams. I am Lady Stars on Fire and I'm here with... Who am I here with? I don't fucking know who. Wow. Who? I thought your name was Hill Hippie. Oh, it is my name, isn't it? <laughs> I don't fucking know who. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right as the music hit, I went into a partial merge with Bear. I was thinking something was going on because I was like, Hey. <laughs> So what's Bear want? <laughs> I don't know yet. He merged up and it was, I I let out just, just half growl. It's like. <sighs> You're frustrated? Why are you frustrated? I'm not. I actually had a good day. Bear makes it sound like you are. I don't know what Bear's issue is. He hasn't told me yet. Okay, okay. Apparently he's not happy about something, but uh, Bear's a bit of a curmudgeon. <laughs> Yes, bear can be a little difficult sometimes time to understand. Yeah. Love him to death. Especially when you're not the one he's connected to. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're the one he is connected to, sometimes he just, he'll just like pop up like that. And <coughs> I should have known it was going to happen as the show started because before you arrived, I went outside just to enjoy a breath of fouled air. And it was, oh, outside, it's beautiful, it's a, why? Why? What? <laughs> what? And then I came back in, and then my computer started having issues, and everything started going right, uh, foul. Is that what you're trying to tell me, Barry? Something's about to go wrong? If so, verbs are our friend. <laughs> Please enunciate. I don't speak. <laughs> You Des- speak it better than most of us. <laughs> Despite the fact that I can do it bo- better than most human beings. <laughs> like I said, you speak it better than most of us with him being connected to you. So it may just be also when we hit astrology later in the, uh, later in the show because that actually would make a little bit of sense at some of the energies that are coming in. Okay, with that being said, before we get into tonight's show, I want to take just a moment. <clears throat> I want to say thank you because... Uh, some of you who follow the show also just follow me like on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And you've followed the weekly healing messages for a while. And for those of you who do and you've crossed over and started to follow me on YouTube, I want to say thank you because I've recently started doing uh, new new videos that I'm calling the Homework Family Readings. And with that, that's each and every zodiac sign. So in those readings, I'm doing from like the first to the 15th of the month and then from the 15th to the last day of the month. And I start off with whatever it is Spirit's telling me for what's going on for that zodiac sign. And I tell everybody, check your sun, moon, and rising signs 
because it gives you a little bit more information. And I hit astrology in the reading, and then I also hit however many decks of tarot cards it's I'm being told to go through, more or less. So the readings lasting are from about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, whatever. But I've been getting a lot of attention on the fact that ever since I've been starting the homework family readings, a lot of people are paying attention and starting to subscribe on YouTube to my channel. So just if you are interested, then please just look me up on YouTube under Lady Stars and Fire and subscribe. And if you already have subscribed, I want to say thank you. Um, and I do hope that they serve you well because that's the whole reason why I do them. With that being said, again, thank you and... Tonight's show is about the importance of each and every day, each and every day of the week and how we got the name of the week and what is like the spiritual significance to it as well as, you know, magical doings, so to speak, your crystals and all of that good junk. So it's a little bit of any and everything. But I, I posted on Otherland Dreams today on Facebook before we did the show because God knows, you all know, I am god-awful at pronouncing some of this stuff. Some of this stuff? <laughs> okay, a lot. <laughs> You're god-awful, god-awful at pronouncing English. Yeah. yeah. And I love you uh, as I say that. I have my own language. <laughs> Sorry, nobody else knows it. <laughs> That's the issue. We all just got to catch up to uh, to Lady Stars and Fire speak. Uh, yeah, it's just, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> with that being said. And we are sorry that we cannot speak your language. Yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's broken English. At least I'm not trying to speak, like, language from aliens and shit. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> Go ahead, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I don't not. I'm sorry, that just made my day. Do you have any idea what I said? No. For my nerds out there, it said, you may ingest a satchel of Richards. Oh, wow. He's so loving. My nerds will get it. <clears throat> yeah, he nicely just kind of told you where to stick it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> But in a fun way. <laughs> okay, but like I said, with that being said, I know that there's no way in the world I'm even going to give the total injustice of trying to butcher these words and say this. I'm just going to hit the point as quick as I can as I go over how the names, how each day got their name. And then I'll get into other important issues and then break it down to the days itself. So that, you know, more or less, Hill Hippie can ask me questions about it because that's what he does. Hi. <laughs> All right. Sunday was originally named after the sun, obviously. Oh, I thought you were about to say some smart-ass thing the way you leaned up all of a sudden. Okay, it was named after the sun. Um, it is... Technically, it's... I'm not even trying to say that stuff. Okay, here. Uh, where are you at here? Any of it? Just read it all. Middle English. Sunanday or Sunananday. Old English. Sunananday. Day of the Sun. Germanic. Sunandagaz. Day of the Sun. Latin. Dias Solas. Or, yeah, I'm sorry. Sol, yeah. Dias Solas, day is the sun. Ancient Greek, Hermeres 
Helio in parentheses, uh, parenthetically, OU. I'm not sure how the hell. I've taken Latin. I've not taken Greek. I don't know how that's supposed to play into this alphabet set because Greek doesn't uses a completely different set of characters than what we do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this one hard. Hermera's uh, Helio, Day of the Sun. You might as well just keep going because I can't pronounce none of this shit. <laughs> You talk, and you point when you're ready for me to speak. Okay. Monday is named after the moon. There you go. <laughs> you're pointing at the bottom of the window. All of that. Read it. Because it's in, and it's, it's, uh, I can get Middle I said, English I Monday. I said point at words, not do your work for you. Old English is this. What is this? Monin day. Old English, uh, monon dog, day of the moon. Latin, Dias Lune, Day of the Moon. Ancient Greek, Hemera Selenus, Selenus, yes, Day of the Moon. Okay, so obviously, first two days is named after the sun, the second day is named after the moon. And that's why I was going to break it down quick because I wasn't about to butcher it that way. Because Tuesday is. I've got a pretty good idea of how to pronounce this stuff if I butcher it. I got no problem butchering it. English is my second language. And that's why I'm letting him read it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know. It's Because it, to me, when I read Tuesday, I read it in my runes as Tawaz. So that would Tuan be Tuan day. Tuan da. Tuathan Teodunan. Oh, wait, did, did you just ask me to look at your tail? Oh, my God. <laughs> and EK, the DJ, just smiles and nods his head. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> Later, baby. <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> and that is the deepest you will ever hear his voice. <laughs> and this is probably the deepest you'll ever hear my voice. Later, baby. <laughs> oh, God, oh, okay. I feel so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with our show or the conversation we just had. That's all on you. Take a shower. <laughs> That's just... Yeah, never mind. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tuan dog. Tuan's day in the Old English. Latin, Diaz. Martes, Day of Mars. Ancient Greek, Hermera Arios, Day of Ares. Tu, Tiwa, in per, uh, parenthetically, is the English slash Germanic god of war and the sky. He is identified with the Norse god Tyr. Mars is, of course, the Roman god of war, and Ares is the Greek god of war, which, you know, Greco-Roman, Mars, Ares are pretty much the exact same fucking deity. Tyr being the same one, but in the Norse. Exactly, and that's why when I posted, when I first was getting ready to do the show earlier, and I posted out the names of the gods prior, because I was like, dude, I'm going to butcher this. I might read the runes, but I'm going to butcher it. I was like, so... um. 
left is why I keep just pushing it off on LMP. <laughs> because, sorry, but I am. And, and I'm going to keep right on doing it. But Phrasing? Well, it's the truth. <laughs> As he gave the DJ just smiles in the corner. <laughs> He's like, you asked for this. You asked to have a show. You wanted to have a show with me. <laughs> All right, but Tuesday is more or less the day that's named after Mars. It's the name that's named after war. It's the day of the fight. Of the gods of the war and gods of Mars in general. So now when we get to Wednesday, Wednesday is known as Woden's Day, but I'm going to go ahead and let you read it. You need me to move it closer? No, just turn. Okay. Because screen glare is a thing. Okay. So, Middle English, Woden's Day. I'm going to stop right there. Can you guess what that's based on? I'm not going to tell you till we get towards the end. I know what it is. What is it? Norse mythology. Yes, it is. That's what all of it's from, mostly. Not all of it. Most of it. Most of it's based on Greco-Roman. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> We're just giving the old Norse, because I've looked over all this information. Okay, go ahead. I love you, too. <laughs> I'm glad you can speak my native language, <laughs> which is Belch. <laughs> Literally, I grew up in a town called Welch. All you got to do is change a B for a W. Uh, the Old English Woden's Dog, Woden's Day, Latin, Dia's Mercury, Day of Mercury. Ancient Greek, Hermera, Hermu, Day of Hermes. Woden is the chief Anglo-Saxon slash Teototonic god. Woden is the leader of the wild hunt. Woden is from Wode, violently insane. I don't know how, what that's supposed to mean in a sentence. There's a plus, a space, a minus with an E-N connected to it, headship. So Woden is from Wode, violently insane, plus minus in headship. He is identified with the Norse god Odin. Five points, and E.K. the DJ gets a square. Yay. <laughs> Mercury is the Roman god of commerce, travel, thievery, eloquence, and science. He is the messenger of the other gods. Hermes is the Greek god of commerce, in, uh, invention, cunning, and theft. He is the messenger and the herald of the other gods. Again, Greco-Roman. I'm not going to do this again. I'm going to read one, not the other, because they are the same fucking god. He serves as patron of travelers and rogues, and as the conductor of the dead to Hades. That is a slight different thing. Because the Romans, uh, Hermes was, uh, I'm sorry, for the Greek, Hermes was a conductor of the, uh, the dead uh, Hades. In the Roman, it was Charon, the faceless one, who's the one who would take the dead across the river Styx. I slightly disagree with that. So... But this is exactly what I planned on this. <laughs> I planned on doing exactly what I'm doing because I know that no matter how much I read and how many different, there's too many gods. I'm sorry. There's just too many gods for my head to keep up with. And I'm like, what? And even, and, and 
you may have them memorized for the most part. You remember them. I, I, I don't have them memorized. I've just read a lot. And this, since I was a, a wee little lad, it's always caught my attention. <laughs> but that's exactly why I said I wasn't going to try to butcher it. And then I just kind of turned it towards you. <laughs> Again, you got to read some of it. I'm not going to put it all off on you. But my point is, is I knew exactly what I was doing because I was like, He's just going to make fun of me anyway because it's all going to come out wrong. <laughs> it's, not, it's not making fun of you. It's helping you mm-hmm. and making it fun for the listener. Uh-huh. At the same time. <laughs> hey, if EK the DJ smiles and laughs, then I know I'm doing something correct. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I knew exactly what I was doing. That's also why I posted on other Lynn Dreams today on Facebook. Yo, I'm going to screw this shit up. <laughs> And much respect to you for that. <laughs> so I prepped for it in advance. Okay, Thursday is Thor's Day. So it is the Norse god Thor, which is the god of thunder. <laughs> he represent he is represented as riding on a chariot drawn by goats. Uh, where it? Okay, you I never it, thought of it as goats. You jumped down quite a bit. Yeah, well, that's what I could read. <laughs> Fair enough. So we're we're going against the old. Uh, we're just skipping over the old English, the you old Norse. You can say it if you want, but I went there. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go with the Latin because this one interests me. Dies Jorvis. That just sounds wrong. It's it's for Jupiter. I see it, but it sounds wrong. Yours day. Your okay, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. If I stop and actually think about the way that the uh, the consonants are uh, pronounced and what little bit I know about the uh, Norse language, yeah, Norse uh, Thor or Yor is the Norse god of thunder. I read, I, I worship the god Yor. Think about that. How many Norse people their T's are Yor, not the. Yeah, okay, I get it, but like if I'm reading, my that's brain ain't why, never going to hear that. That's why the J is there, because the difference in the difference... There is a file I just came across recently I need to show you. Because it actually has the uh, the uh, the ohm in all the different characters, all the different languages, all the different alphabets. It'll actually help you out quite a bit. I probably uh, need it. He is represented as riding a chariot drawn by goats. Well, let's face it. In the uh, the old Norse area, northern European, horses were rare. Goats were not. I get it, but I and I, and I, I mean, I think even when I look back at like ideas of images of Thor, I think I remember goats being there. It's just, I guess, in my mind, I think of the hammer and the lightning bolt more. We got to remember the goats up there were fucking goats. They were. Let's go into... Manly goats. <laughs> yeah, let, let's go into toxic masculinity. They were manly goats. They were just goats. <laughs> Big old horns you could just grab a hold of and just ride. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> if I had to guess, I bet that's where pigtails come from. <laughs> look at him, look up. Like, yeah, that works. <laughs> I think I just uh, hopped onto something there, EK the DJ. Uh, phrasing. <laughs> he um, is the defender of Asgard and wielding the hammer Mjolnir. 
uh, destined to kill and be killed by the Mis- uh, Midgard serpent. Jupiter, Juve, or, I'm sorry, Jupiter or Jove is the uh, supreme Roman god and patron of the Roman state. He is noted for creating thunder and lightning. His counterpart is Zeus. Yes, his counterpart is Zeus. Oh, I thought I was moving that. Okay, and then Friday is Freya's Day, or Fridge, Fridge's Day. I don't even know where it is there, but I remember Frigg, Frigg's Frig, Day. Frigg, Frigg, Frigg. Like I said, I knew I was going to dog it. We could just butcher it. Um, but this is supposed to be Odin's wife. It is. Odin's wife. Um, she is, where, where is she? Um, her meaning is free. Yes. Meaning free. And to, uh, to drop shackles. Beloved, belonging, loved ones, and not in bondage to be free. She didn't like her horns being pulled. <laughs> At least not without a permission. <laughs> not without a permission, you're right. So Friday is all about ab- being free. <laughs> oh, what's the, what's the verbiage I want here? It's all about that consent. <laughs> Here's some stuff you can read. <laughs> I swear I'll start doing my job in a minute. Yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> Give me that goddamn computer. <laughs> Frey is identical with Frey. Literally, F-R-E-O is identical with F-R-E-O, meaning free. I, I don't know where this information comes from, but wow. Two identical words me, that are supposed to be identical to each other. Fun stuff, man. <laughs> it is from the Germanic Freyas, meaning beloved, belonging to the loved ones, not in bondage free. We already went over this. Freya is the Teutonic goddess of love, beauty, uh, fecundity, uh, prolific procreation. Uh, she's about the fucking and getting pregnant. Fertility. <laughs> That's what she's about. Yeah, his face just lit up like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's not about that? <laughs> she's identified with the Norse god Freya. She is the leader of the Valkyries and one of the, the Vanir. She... Okay, doing some woodwork in my life. Yeah, there's no, I can't see if, screen went black. I know. <laughs> uh, she is the leader of the Valkyries and one of the Vanir. Again, doing woodwork, it just there's no other way to pronounce that word, but it just sounds weird to my ear. She is confused in Germany with Frigg. Frigg, or Frigga, is the Teutonic goddess of clouds, the sky, and a conjugal married love, which means the Norse were about free loving, man. They were the hippies. They were about just getting on and doing your thing. Where the based on this, the Germanic Frigga, she was about you you can't get it on until there's that ring. You must be married. You must lock it down. <laughs> if you like it, you must put a ring on it. That's what she was saying. <laughs> Way back then. <laughs> Way back then. <laughs> If you're going to make good comments like that, man, you need to be on the mic. <laughs> Frigga was a first Beyonce. 
She is uh, identified with Frigg, the Norse goddess of love and the heavens and the wife of Odin. She is one of the Aesir. She is confused in Germany with Freya, which, you know, this entire thing is going back and forth, back and forth. It makes no... uh, Whoever wrote this is a fucking idiot. Venus is the Roman goddess of love and uh, beauty. The Venus de Milo. We've all seen that uh, statue. Aphrodite or Saretha is the Greek goddess of love and beauty. The opposite of uh, Venus, which I forgot that Venus and Aphrodite were one and the same. So my mistake, I broke my own saying that I was going to do one and the other on the Greco-Roman. <laughs> oh, what did you do? What did you do? Nothing. Learn to work a computer. No. <laughs> 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 That's pretty much the way I feel about it. And Saturday, and Saturday was named after Saturn. It is Saturn is the Roman god of um, agriculture. And Freya liked it so much she put a ring on it. <laughs> No, she didn't, because that's Woden. <laughs> Saturn has rings. But by, by Freya. <laughs> Freya's all about the ring on it. Who else put it there? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll let you have that. <laughs> she went out and bought it. <laughs> no, she probably made it. With ice. And gas. <coughs> all right, anyway. I, I like this chick. <laughs> um, but Saturn... Was the Roman god, and he is believed to have ruled the earth during the age of happiness and virtue. Cernunnos. Cernunnos. Can never get it right. Um, um, no, no, I'm sorry, not Cernunnos. Uh, you're Greco-Roman, right? Cronos. He was the uh, the father of Zeus and the other gods. He was a titan and also known as the devourer of his own children. Okay. <sighs> See, this is exactly why I did exactly what I did, because he remembers this stuff, and I don't. It's just like a whole bunch of names, that I'm like, huh? <laughs> Sorry, but that's the truth. So, that, I took advantage of the situation. <laughs> that is a very kind way that Lady Stars and Fire said, my head is full of useless knowledge. It's not useless knowledge. It would be very good knowledge for me if I, if I could store it. Hey, you know what? If I ever go on an episode of Jeopardy where all they talk about is ancient gods, I got that shit licked. But otherwise, it's good on this show. Well, it's good for people. So, yay us. Yay us. And see, like I said, it wouldn't be useless information for people who do spells and magic or are connecting on the other side with the deities in general. If they're calling them in and invoking them, that would be good stuff to know. Because I know who I'm dealing with, but I never know their name because I'm like, I can't pronounce it. I don't remember. You're confusing me. And if any of our listeners need help with the uh, the various gods, you may always email me at hillhippie, H-I-L-L-H-I-P-P-I-E, at fxbgpr.com. That's a whole lot of letters to listen to, yo, and I speak a little quickly. <laughs> I'm sorry, because as you were going, I just heard P-P-I. <laughs> All you heard was the pee-pee, huh? Get your head out the gutter, woman. Okay, I'm sorry. Back to normal. 
It's in the gutter. I can't help it. What can I say? That's normal. Okay. So now, now that we've made it through that, Monday is um. Well, actually, okay. Monday is actually about the moon. It is about purity. It is about spirituality. It is about honesty, um, spiritual cleansing, virtue, goodness, purification, um, unity, lunar power, money. Psychic ability, magic, change, spirituality, invoking of the goddess and of childbirth. Tuesday is ruled by Mars. It is physical energy, passion, strength, vitality, uh, motivation, sexuality, um, movement, men's power, men's mysteries, anger, uh, drive, ambition, and achievement. Wednesday is about Mercury. It is about knowledge, communication, the arts, mental activity, charm, confidence, change, adaptability, and acceptance. Thursday is about Jupiter. So it is luck. It is expansion. It is growth. It is honor. It is achievements. It is worldly power, influencing influences in general, accomplishments, and fulfillment. Fridays is considered Venus and Earth. It is about fertility. It is about money, prosperity, healing, hope, women's power, women's mystery, sharing, bonding, the arts, the arts in general, grace, charm, appeal, and goodness. Saturday is about Saturn. It is the law. It is limitations. It is binding. It is holding and returning, stopping, ending, internalizing, uh, blocking, interpreting loss, connecting, changing, rewriting, and transforming. Sunday is about the solar power, success, personal empowerment, excuse me, um, generosity, material wealth, immortality, spiritual, spirituality, health, vitality, and invoking the gods in general. Now, let me go back the other direction for a second because I want to see when I hit that. Okay. Then if I get in a little bit deeper, like I said, I'm going to go over each day, but this is just when I'm coming into what the weeks are and what, what every day of the week is anyway. So if you go back to starting with Monday again, again, it's ruled by the moon. So it is about intuition and healing magic in general. Tuesday being Mars is about activity, goals, and setting, goal setting magic. Wednesday would be about Mercury communication and intellectual magic. Thursday is about Jupiter, <laughs> spells of justice, protection, and travel. Friday is Venus. It is spells of family, friends, healing, and emotions. Saturday, being about Saturn, is giving you preparation spells, performing spells, prosperity spells, um, and career magic. Sunday is about health magic, prosperity spells, rituals, well-being, and overall success. Now, like I said, I'm pulling these from several different websites of different information. I'm just hitting it overall, and then I'm going to go back over them a little bit more individually 
just as we go through the days. But in case I run out of time, that's why I'm going straight down the list of what they are. Sorry it took so long, but I was not about to butcher each reason and name for why they have their names. Okay, Monday again is ruled by the moon. It is spells of emotions, subconscious, domestic issues, female issues. This is for the people who do spells. This is helping them understand what they should be working on and what days. Again, Mondays are invoking emotions, subconscious, domestic issues, and female issues. Also good for psychic pursuits and dream work. Tuesdays, again being about Mars, is self-assertiveness. It is also about just in general, getting more energy and growing more courage. It's about victory, passion, and also um, maximizing the masculine energy and goals in general. Wednesday is ruled by Mercury, spells invoking mental issues of communication, education, self-expression. This is also dealing with oracle cards, tarot, ruin, Rune, uh, planning, magic, and work, and writing of spells in general. It's a good time for these things. When, uh, Thursday is ruled by Jupiter. Speaks to you again of prosperity and money. Luck in your business is, is a good time for that, more or less. Also, a day of political power. Influencing people in high places and laws and courts. So people who are having issues with, you know, court, this would be the days that you would want to set that spell out prior to court date. Um, Friday is ruled by Venus. It is spells of love, relationship, beauty, sexuality, healing, peace, and harmony. Spells of artistic ability and creativity in general. Saturn which is Saturday, is ruled by Saturn. Spells of overcoming obstacles, um, neutralizing harmony and energy, binding and banishing, a day of protecting and blocking and pushing away of negative forces. And then Sunday is all about the sun again. It is the spell of kind, is, sorry, the spells of many kinds that are done on Sunday interpret healing and success spells of physical strength of uh, illumination and magical activity in general now you also have sunday is considered the color yellow and then obviously would be any deities that would go also with that i'm just going down each list like i have them um I'm not going to go back over what a lot of that is because it's just Sunday is power, healing, healing, friendship, learning. But it's mainly what we're, I'm after in this one is the color for Sunday is yellow. The color for Monday is white. The color for Tuesday is red. The color for Wednesday is purple. The color for Thursday is blue. The color for Friday is green. And the color for Saturday is black. Now that's your just typical, your rundown of what, it is for a quick rundown, like I said, in case I ran out of time and I couldn't go back over everything. Because I do believe we will run out of time. How much time do we have left? You only got a minute or two for uh, <clears throat> this train of thought. Well, with that the case, I mean, 
I will post all of this information on Other Than Dreams and Shamanic Gateways and other places so that we can come back out with that information. Like I said, I did it that way in case we didn't have time because I didn't think I would. But that gives you a little bit of information as to what days you should be doing what on if you really want it to work. It has extra strength on those days. Right on. With that being said, go ahead and give me that. Solar ham. (laughs) (laughs) We're at the tail end of a solar minimum, y'all. There ain't nothing going on. So with that, we're going to go into astrology. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cute. And... Look at he's even smiling like I'm so proud of me. There's nothing there. <laughs> I wish there was something I could just hey, you know, uh, there's some activity, you know, let's go into this because that's why I incorporated this because in a solar maximum, this is an interesting little section, but right now we're at the tail end of solar minimum, so bear with us, y'all. Man, but you did your work earlier. I, I accidentally pushed it on you on purpose. I, I no problem. <laughs> And just wasn't the one you wanted to be doing. <laughs> Alrighty. What I want is irrelevant. <coughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, well, yeah, no. Astrology. I still love you. Anyway, okay, before I get into astrology, um, what I'm going to give you is basically from the 5th through the 11th, which is the reason... I didn't go over astrology in the weekly healing messages this week. If you have, if you are following me, if you do follow me, you'll notice uh, more or less Spirit pulled me over and had me do the weekly healing messages right on the side of the road. So I never really got the astrology out. So this is the first time I'm actually putting it together and giving it to you guys. So I gave you just what I was given by Spirit in general. Now, with that being said... Up until the 21st, because like I said, this is for the 5th through the 11th, but I'm going to jump ahead just a minute. Up until the 21st, you have Neptune, which is in shadow. Neptune goes retrograde, and it's in the sign of Pisces with Lilith now in the house. So it's going to be going retrograde on the 21st. Excuse me. And... Until the 21st, technically, our Neptune, our Neptune energy, which is like our personal magic, our per- personal way of creating, our creativity, is kind of in the dump. It's a little bit in the dumpster. It's in the shadow right now. And with it being in Pisces with Lilith there, that's making it a little extra dark. So until the 21st, I've been telling everybody, man, if you were really trying to set some new goals, set some new directions, you really want some clarity, Dude, I'm telling you right now, hold off until after the 21st because you may be getting a good piece of information that's coming in, but it may be only coming in from a darker aspect, and that's because Neptune is in shadow. For all intents and purposes, Neptune is where fantasy smacks you in the face with harsh reality. It is illusion, and it is delusion. Okay, it's where you create your magic from both ill and positive waters. Neptune doesn't have a preference. It doesn't care if it's positive or negative. Neptune works according to your free will. And if you're creating from a negative aspect or from a nostalgic 
illusion in your head, then it will recreate from that nostalgic illusion. So it's most likely in shadow until the 21st going to be pointing out some things to you from a negative aspect, from a darker aspect, from a shadow aspect, from deep within you, picking apart some things that are irritating you. And with that being said, it's those those darker aspects are being brought to your brought to the surface for a reason because that has to do with Lilith being in this area at the time. Lil, Lilith is definitely, you know, a, a feminine activist in energy that's like nobody's going to make me do what I want to do but from a feminine point of view and creating energy. However, in Pisces, she also wants to heal. She wants to heal and she wants to get better herself, but she's afraid if she changes and she lets go and she releases her power over the situation that she will lose herself in this subject at the same time. So this is why I'm saying until the 21st, Go ahead and listen to those darker aspects. There's a reason that you're being given them. There's a reason that you're understanding and you're viewing them in your head and they're coming back up. But I wouldn't make any major decisions until after the 21st when Neptune has actually gone retrograde and it's no longer just looking at a darker aspect. And I wanted to throw that out first off because... I mean, I'm really feeling that coming in major. Now, second off, as I go through this week, um, you first off, the rest of this week, you do have a T-square, which is connecting with that energy that I was just talking about. Because you have Neptune in Pisces, which is not getting along with Jupiter in Sagittarius, which is not getting along with the Sun in Gemini. So this is your Jekyll and Hyde being illuminated. And remember, when I say Jekyll and Hyde, I don't necessarily mean negative or positive, sulfur or ego. I mean full-on fire emotions, whatever it is that you're feeling, whether they're good and wonderful and yay and happy foo-foo, or you're full in anger and resentment and irritation like I said, and most likely it's going to be the resentment, it's going to be the anger, it's going to be the frustrated, it's going to be feeling where you've been betrayed. The sun is going to be illuminating that energy because it's speaking to Neptune, which is still in shadow. Jupiter is magnifying it because there's something here that's going to need to change. Maybe it doesn't need to come to an end because you just had a new, uh, you just had a new moon in Gemini. So the moon just crossed the sun. So it's kind of like facing off the truth and then going into your magic. And it's going back in time, looking at things that didn't pan out quite the way you wanted and where you may still be frustrated with it. And like I said, it doesn't mean that these things need to come to an end. Some of them may. But this T-square is going on pretty much for the whole freaking month. And it is speaking to you of acknowledging what that darker aspect is being brought up by Neptune. But I'm warning you, don't make any major decisions until after the 21st because you're only seeing a darker side of it. Jupiter is illuminating it because something about it needs to heal, whether it needs to change and be taken out of your life or, uh, or it just needs to find a healing. But the illumination is coming in, showing you where that darker aspect is, and it's going to be there all month. Again, that's Neptune speaking to Jupiter, speaking to the sun in Gemini. So 
up until the sun actually moves out. I think the sun moves out the same day that Jupiter, I mean, that Neptune goes retrograde is when it goes into Cancer. So up until the 21st, at least, like I said, just hold your horns on the decisions you make. Sit back and store that information and, you know, sift through it and really, truly understand what that information is teaching you because it's going to come in an emotional feeling but the emotion has a right to be what it is. It's just how are you going to act on it and are you going to turn it into something humane or inhumane? And how will you take that and re-steer it as you move forward? Because it's going to be here, like I said, at least until the 21st that energy is. Now, as I start looking into the rest of the month, too, I mean the rest of this week, you've got some dagaz energy coming in, which dagaz in the rooms is... Um, Loki. So, and when I see Loki, it's a little bit of enlightenment with a smack in the face, and <laughs> more or less. Because Loki can be a trickster. Loki can be a very much a trickster. That's his role, isn't it? Yes, but that's what I'm saying. The idea of the illumination that's coming in is coming in from a sideways direction. You're not going to necessarily feel it coming in or see it until it smacks you and knocks you on your ass, more or less. And I'm feeling that energy coming in for out the rest of the week. And when I look at the astrology, definitely from the 8th, the 9th, the 10th, the 11th, all the rest of the week, as we approach the 8th, that Loki energy is coming in. And that is more or less, it's going with the moon's movement. And the, with the moon's movement from, um, as it's leaving Leo and it's going into Virgo. So it's going to start picking shit apart. And it's speaking to Lilith. All right. So like I said, Lilith is right there in Pisces with Neptune. It's not quite as close, but trust me, their energies are still powerful enough to pick up one another. So she's looking in that universal energy of Pisces of where she's normally so full of power and get the fuck out of my face kind of energy. And I'll do as I damn well, please. She's kind of feeling compassionate about things she normally doesn't. And your moon, as it's moving from Leo into Virgo, is going to start picking it apart. It's going to start really wanting to understand what that compassion is there for, why it's there, why, 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 why are we changing our, our opinions? And is, is that, are we doing it for good reasons? I mean, this is very much an energy that's going to accidentally screw you over. Accidentally kind of like, I say Pisces is the energy of where you, you bring home the stray dog or the homeless person. There's nothing wrong with being nice and being good to people. The problem is, is when you start being taken advantage of. And this is an energy that you're going to be really knowing that you should pick it apart. You should see the truth. But most likely, you're still going to turn around and do the thing that you should not do. Because of the compassion is going to be there. And only you can be held responsible for it because, you know, this is has to do with learning. It's, it's a definite opposition. It's not meant to be comfortable. It's something for you to overcome. At the same time, you have the sun, which is still in opposition with Jupiter at this time. So it's... 
your illumination from that third house of how you communicate is not getting along with your soulfulness. Something about what you know your soulfulness needs. You're fighting yourself on. So it's kind of like, like I said, it's, it's a little bit of a face-off. Your communication it should be an illumination for how you communicate with anything, whether it's emails, text messages. It should be in the sun and shining and being there to be boldly and proud and be able to be said exactly what it wants. But it's going across to Jupiter in your soulfulness. So it's not getting along with something you need. And there's a good chance that you're illuminating the wrong thing. Not soulfully what you really want and desire. So make sure that you're listening to your heart and soul at this time. Because it can definitely take you in the wrong direction. You also have this week, at this time, you have Mars... You have uh, the North Node. You have Jera. Yera. Oh. <clears throat> I always pronounce it as Jera. No, it's Yera. Well, when I looked up the runes on how to pronounce it, they say it's Jera. They're wrong. I've done a lot of those things, and they don't match with the actual enunciations from the old languages. Well, if I could get my head trained to say it the other way, I'll switch it. <laughs> the fantasy world I write stories in, it's based off that rune. It's the pronunciation is Yura. Okay. That's why I know that one one hundred percent. No, because you do correct me on that each time, but it's just in my head, it's written in my book that way. I've trained myself to say it that way. <laughs> my sister is from uh, Eastern Europe and uh, her name is Yana. Yet her the first letter in the uh, spelling of her name is J. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things that helped me consolidate it into my own head. But see, in my head, the reason I have problems with that is, is what like how they say Juan, and it's Juan. Yeah, but that's with a J. I don't. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I know it goes there, but it just don't ever sound like that would be the letter that goes there. Okay. <laughs> Okay, anyway, like I said, I have my own language. <laughs> All right, so how do you say that? Yera. Yera. <laughs> Yera, the North Node, and, Sa and Mars is in Cancer right now. It's in opposition with Jupiter and Saturn and the South Node. <laughs> And the South Node, which is bringing in mommy-daddy issues. This is bringing in feminine and mas masculine issues on both sides. It's bringing in an imbalance between your feminine and your masculine energy. It's your Mars, which is fighting your rules, walls, and boundaries in your spiritual, sh spiritual change. Your Mars is your sexual energy. It is your passion. It is your action. It is your aggression. It is your fire. It is in Cancer, which is in, on a universal level, it's in the home of who and what you are. It's your karmic home. So something about your inner warrior, your inner passion, your inner action, your inner aggression, your inner sacral chakra, something about all of that energy is definitely reacting with the North Node and with Yera. Yera. Yay. Um, <laughs> about the sacrifice and commitment you need to be making to change. Personal victories. 
little ones. But it's, it's about making changes that you need to be, it's listening to that inner urge of what you need to change, but it's going to be fighting what you believe you should be doing and changing those rules, walls, and boundaries. And how will that help you? So something about what you've always done, something about in your outer community from your masculine energy of how you believe that the rules, walls, and boundaries need to be set up in your life is actually connecting with something that's no good for you anymore. And your inner fire is fighting it more or less, your inner fire is fighting it. Your inner sacral chakra is is fighting it. There's something about this shifting that needs to change, and it's going to look like it's no good. It's going to look like this is something I should not do. This is something that should, that, you know, it's just going to go the wrong way. And, and so you're going to want to stick with the rules, walls, and boundaries that you have. And the point is you really are meant to shift them. All right. This is why it's in opposition. It has to do with the North Node and the South Node communicating with one another. You've gotten very good at something that's no longer serving you. And it's going to be fighting you pretty much for the rest of the week, maybe even into next week some. You also have a very powerful energy coming in. Actually, if we go all the way back to the seventh, you have a very powerful energy coming in with the era. And it's, Yay! <laughs> that's why I went back before I forgot how to say it. <laughs> you go, um, it is going to be as it's leaving Cancer and going into Leo, as it's in the cusp, it's going to be picking up both energies of Leo and Cancer. It's going to be picking up that nesting energy versus your creative energy versus the home of who and what you are, what's created you, your roots, and how can you create yourself again? What is your pursuit of pleasure? And in this... <laughs> especially consider what I'm about to say is what's your pursuit of pleasure for yourself? <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> to enjoy your own life. <laughs> to enjoy, stop it. <laughs> to enjoy your own life. What is it that you're really finding that you desire, that you need, that you would like to go after, that you're not giving yourself the opportunity to normally do? Because on the seventh, there's a good chance you can actually get what you want. Okay? It's speaking with Sagittarius. It's speaking with a Jupiter in Sagittarius. So it's amplifying that energy and it's giving you the opportunity to go there. But the problem is, is like I said, it's also not getting along with Neptune. So it, it's, you have the ability to overcome it. Will you? You have the ability to overcome it spiritually, listen to yourself, but will you block yourself because of that Neptune energy? Like I said, stay out of those darker aspects. When they start creeping up on you right now, just tell yourself to shut up. Praising. Sorry, but it's the truth. When they start creeping up on you, when you get that those those shadow energies, those darker negative thoughts, you know, from the past. Listen to them, understand that there's something there that's trying to tell you to shift something, but don't react necessarily until the 21st. This is a positive energy that could help you on the 7th if you tell yourself to shut up when you try to block yourself, more or less. So you could actually self-sabotage on that day if you don't watch it. But you also have the 
power on that day because Mars is getting along wonderfully with Neptune. So your passion is in the right place on the 7th. Listen to what it is that's going on. Your passion is there. Communication is there. It's just not listening to your soulfulness because something in the background of your life is knowing it's going to be like a reminder popping up, trying to mess you up. But understand if you're listening to your intuitive self, you're listening to your, you know, your psychic energies, you're believing in yourself, you're feeling good about yourself, that that's just a reminder of how not to screw up. Right on. You know, and when those aspects come up, it's just a reminder to tell you, hey, man, don't don't do that piece again. Do this a little bit differently. So, I mean, I think it's a very positive thing. All week long, though, too, you have Neptune sextiling uh, Saturn and Pluto. So you have the creative magic to start those new rules, those new walls, those new boundaries. You have the ability to take yourself in a brand new direction. And, I mean, the opportunity is there. Are you seeing it or are you talking yourself out of it? That's really what a lot of this week is, is are you talking yourself out of it or are you courageous enough to move forward? Because you Hmm. also... Background noise. Hmm. I'm I'm, I'm accentuating what you're doing. I get it, I get it, I get it. I'm a little slow, but okay. (laughs) Chiron is getting along with the sun, so there's something in the healing energy that's there to support you. Like I said, there's there's that little twist of, of... Neptune in shadow that can either you can you can take it and run with it in a very positive way and set up new examples, new uh, opportunities, new courage, new belief, new faith in yourself, new self worth, or you can completely screw yourself over and self sabotage this week. And it all has to do with how you listen to Neptune. Right on. I mean, and really, that's how deep it's going. You also have <laughs> Neptune deep. Nice pun. <laughs> you have also a, a Vista, which is getting along with Mars as well. So, like I said, you just have soul fire going on from every direction, trying to give you opportunities and understanding the direction of what you need and start to move you in a right direction. But if it's a major life-changing situation, I would try to hold off on it until the 21st. If there are small opportunities that are going to start staring you in the right direction, by all means, go for it. Have the courage. Go for it. But if it's a major situation, try to postpone that until after the 21st so Neptune ain't messing with your head anymore. Uh, I mean, like I said, there's very much positive energies throughout the week. You also have on the ninth, Jera is speaking to the moon in Virgo. Jera. Jera. <laughs> no, not Jera. It's it's Vista. I'm sorry. So I had it all wrong. Vista, <laughs> Vista in in uh, Virgo is talking to the moon in Virgo. So this is yourself. This is yourself giving giving you an opportunity at a brand new beginning and organizing that brand new beginning. Like I said, there's so many things coming at you in positive ways, but what's really going to be fighting you is that Neptune energy and are you making new rules, laws, and boundaries, or are you just settling what you've always known and done? Because hmm. if you're settling, you're going to settle to stay exactly where you've always been. But wait until the 21st for major decisions. And are you a stone? You don't settle. <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. We love you, and we will, 
you know, tune in next week. Well, we'll yes. be here next week. That's we hope said, you, you tune know. in next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> May all your journeys be safe ones.